cowboy place, ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong, hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast the left-leaning politics and atheist podcast that is here at least until we're not here um more about that in a little bit i guess uh anyway this is episode number 293 uh, you'll know in a second felicia and we're so glad to have you along for the ride uh i'm your host for this and every episode i go by the name x and joining me tonight is uh felicia entwistle yay she's back yay! and our special guest co-host is dave from echoplex media who I've listened to for years, and I'm I'm here. And I'm queer, and I'm sorry. You're here. You're queer. We're all queer. And, We're and all I'm queer. Sorry. We're and all. I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry about he- being here and queer. I'm just sorry for being here in the first place. Thanks for having me on it. We're in the same lane in a lot of ways, and I, I like I like your show a lot, and your Facebook group is really good. Dave, so, you're a good uh, thanks, guy, man. I, I love just hanging out because I see. It, it's not uh, that I see a lot of myself in you. Not not even the four inches of glory, but you know, not even that. I'm just saying. DM me later. Yeah, right. (laughs) No, nothing like that. But it's just a matter of like, I understand how hard it is. I love this show. It's so gay. We're so gay. (laughs) And the thing is, like, not a fucking beat was missed. Not a beat was missed between that joke and and him picking it up and be like, "Hey, they're big boy." (laughs) I mean, guys, guys are both very cute. Dave, are you uh, a? What's what's your type? I gotta I gotta know. Twenty three and rich. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that everyone, honey? How lucky for you to live in Silicon Valley. (laughs) Charlie Kirk is my boyfriend. (sighs) Oh no! (laughs) Okay. There's an article on my website about it. It must be true. Yeah, but so he I have a funny story. Kirk, I, I lost a Twitter account with like a lot of followers because I accused Jacob Wool of sleeping with Charlie Kirk, and I called him a dumb twink. And then I was—that's <laughs> why I lost the Twitter account. But yet, Jacob Wall is able to pay people to come out and lie about shit, and he runs the same grift every every time time, and it's never worked. I. I want to be inside his head. I want to be that guy's therapist. Like, I want to know. Oh, that sounds difficult. (laughs) Like that one, that was okay. Like I get curious. Like I, I I wondered about the oppression of women. Like how did this happen? I wondered about race and, and colonialism. And I've, and I've spent so much time learning about these histories and these systemic issues, but like that guy, why do you keep running the same bad grift? I, 
Why? I, I love the fact that they tried to get Nancy Pelosi. Where's the money coming from? The Marine Corps lover guy that like was. No, that wasn't Nancy Pelosi. That was, was Elizabeth Pelosi. Warren. It Warren. was Elizabeth oh, Warren. Right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So resetting the clock for everybody out there. Like Jacob Felicia, Wall came you're, out. you're missing something important here, Felicia. There's like there's like grift money out there on like the conspiracy right, and we don't have it over here, like wherever we're at. But yeah, where that's but that's the problem. Is don't it? work. We have an integrity. We like to be able to sleep at night I mean, and not, not think that we're terrible people. But I, I know some people on. I almost just started like bagging on fucking people. I think are the dumb dumb left. Yeah, but I think there's people left of center who are grifters too. Maybe oh yeah, that. absolutely. Oh have fucking call them out. I don't scenes? care. They're not our friends. Jimmy Dore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that personality. Hmm. Don't 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 bother yourself with that. Learn about something uh, better. <laughs> Um, so anyway, on the on the other side of that, uh, me and Felicia we... are ruining the intro to your show. No, that's fine. This is this is what fucking happens every <laughs> just week. Just real quick, I just want to say, can <laughs> can can leftists on Twitter please stop like accusing other leftists of a grift? That and the grift is entirely saying things you don't like and having a Patreon, not. Not selling new things. Cancel. I'll have to cancel one of my shows, but yeah. <laughs> That's just a weird accusation I've seen a lot where they're like, they're just a grifter. And I'm like, what's the grift? Saying things that you don't like and then being like, they get money from people who like them. I don't know. Okay. I'm like very I, particular about who I call a grifter. I hey. am too. I don't like Peter Coffin, for instance. That I don't think person, he's a grifter though. No, no, he's just wrong and weird. He just yeah. has his own opinions about shit, or they have their own opinions about shit. Uh, all, all, all pronouns are fine. Is she's it all weird. okay? Sorry, yeah, she's a she's strange and an asshole, like such an asshole and weirdly condescending. But like, that's that's what I get the most from that is that yeah, the fucking but, condescension. But she's that's not a grift. I don't, people like I don't, you may not like you may not like contrapoints. You may think that they're the worst fucking person in the world. Oh, I like contrapoints. What I'm her. just saying is that not everything is going to be your fucking cup of tea, lefties. You well, know? and, and the other thing is like say. like I don't have to like everything contrapoints does either because I'm quite sure contrapoints could watch a few hours of my channel and go, What happened to my time? Why am I stoned <laughs> as fuck right now? Well, Where it's like I? okay, the contra getting in, involved with Buck Angel. Bad fucking take. Bad fucking take. Okay. But, but like, most of everything else, great. I fucking love everything but, that she's done. But I mean, I, I've made mistakes too. Like we all make yeah. mistakes at, I'm not, and, yeah, when I'm we're putting our opinions to, out there. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hang on. Hang on. We've we've got the trump card to fucking lay down whenever somebody brings up the mistakes made. We had a guy on our show that ended up murdering himself and his wife. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be on your show. Thanks for having <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not we're you never know it's fucking milkshake duck territory you I never can't murder myself know. and my wife because i'm a homosexual if i had a wife it would be uh convenient <laughs> yeah. tax break tax break <laughs> uh no uh I, I, like i i've listened to a lot of contrapoints i actually i don't really disagree with anything she said mostly i don't have context in order to have an opinion i just like listening it's kind of like uh, indigenous in indigenous people's conversations. I you just often, shut the fuck up and listen. You know, yeah. Yep. Like I'm uh, not. There's, I'm there's cis. a lot of people. Oh, go ahead. 
I'm cis. Um, and I, you know, like yeah. I, I, I'm not trans and I'm not non-binary. I don't, um, See, I've never experienced. Uh, oh, and I've never lived as a man. And she, she had a whole video about like men. And I was like, wow, this isn't really for me. Cause I've never lived as a man. And so, you know, like, I, like there's a lot of times where I'm just like information. I like also don't spend a lot of time like, you know, people who are in my space, like if I if you guys did a video yeah. that I thought was insensitive or whatever, I wouldn't waste time talking about it because I've watched enough of your content and been in the same spaces where you've been to know that we're fucking fine. We're, we're well, good. And, and like <laughs> and well, yeah, it would just be like I wouldn't care. I'd be like, oh, I disagreed with that. I should move along with my life. Yeah, so, you know, like, I feel not, like the problem, every... the problem is like with Jimmy Dore, the reason I don't like Jimmy Dore is because he's a fucking moron and a conspiracy theorist, right? Oh, okay. No, so, like, I absolutely like ContraPoints is not side. a conspiracy theorist. If I don't agree no, with ContraPoints on something, Natalie it's Spence. some political philosophy thing. And like, I'm not super well versed on political philosophy myself. And so like, it's like out of my lane. Whereas, uh, Maybe when Jimmy Dore talks about Pizzagate and Seth Rich being murdered Jesus by the Christ. Hillary people, that's in my lane. So Wait, yeah. is that something he actually expressed at one time that Seth oh Rich God. killed Hillary? Seth Rich was killed by the Hillary people. Yes, fucking hell, seriously. God well, damn it. Val, uh, Bosch, Bosch. He's a lefty Bosch. YouTuber. Yeah, and who that Bosch I, is? Um, I often find him mm, prickly, <laughs> but I would uh, go get drunk with him. He seems like a fun guy to go get wasted with. Probably, but he also kind of engages in some sexist shit sometimes. Yeah, I think like there's a there's a there's a, a portion of the left, and maybe they're not wrong, and maybe I'm wrong, where they think that maybe if we're going to catch some of these people who started off being edgy and ended up being Nazis, and we can make them, I don't know, center left or the rest of the broader left instead of them being Nazis, that that they think the tip of the funnel can be like they're kind of edgy joke. And that they can bring them over into some, you know, yeah. But there, I mean, better this shows, I, I don't, I don't share that view. Some edgy shit. And <laughs> I, I don't share that view. Nope, but we're not that's the view. nope, we're not even close, Felicia. There's so many other people that I watch on YouTube that where it's like, wow, that's a spicy take. Like, I may not agree <laughs> with that, but you know what? You're getting people away from that, which is like the fucking far right. They're getting people right. to think about it and bring it over to like at least our arena where we can engage them further. So. I don't share that view, and I would never put that kind of message out just because I think I could attract people who might be right wingers. But I know that's what a lot of people think. Yep. I, you know. So besides getting goddamn super serious here, Jesus Christ, I love this show. Well, this is the Man, regular part of the show. What did you want? Fucking week. It's every fucking week, and I'm so glad to have you on. So, but anyway, I need to segue into what we've been up to for this week because people like to hear our interesting takes on what we've been up to this week, and. For me, I'm going to start it off with a little bit more of a lighthearted story is that I I take care of my own hair. That's fucking apparent. It, it doesn't take much work to clean this shit that I've got going on here. And for people not watching on video, I am gesticulating towards my head and rubbing my fucking fuzz that I've got going on here. I have a pair of trimmers that I use that that's a zero blade, which means there's no fucking growth. It's it just it's next to skin as you could possibly get. I'm a fucking shark. Let's put it that way. But I didn't realize with the new pair of clippers that I got that you shouldn't use them on certain areas. 
Oh, no. Because they will fucking take skin off. And I learned that the hard way this past week. And that shit hurts. Oh, no. So, so goddamn bad. Oh, honey. Do, you, do you need to get up and take a break from the show to, like, I don't know, air your bits out? I mean, no, no, no. Okay. Thankfully, I tested it on other areas besides dick. You know, it's not like I shaved Fupa and I needed to worry about, you know, clipping stuff there. I was working on mostly like anything above knee. I try to trim that shit down because I, I manscape like a motherfucker. Like I hate body hair. I absolutely fucking hate it. You know, so I have a similar story, actually. And so I started trimming on my my leg, my upper thigh, and I started clipping some of the hair off that was a little bit longer. And I noticed that it was leaving fucking furrow marks like it was a, some fucking piece of farming machinery. Oh, as it went no. past it. And I'm like, oh, the blade's hot. Nope, that's not a hot blade. That's that blade cutting through that supple little skin that you got there, you fatty. You know? No, just use a regular blade on your oh, leg, especially your upper thigh. Just like a razor so blade. Like the and kind it started bleeding like a motherfucker, too. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's oh, a fun little thing that happened with me this week. Guys, be careful. If you're manscaping, make sure you have the right fucking clippers for that. I I, I have a similar story, but mine is really relates to cooking. and. Um, so I was making burritos. Don't cook bacon in the nude. <laughs> I was not cooking in the nude and I was grating cheese. <laughs> at least wear a, at least wear a apron. an apron. Yeah. <laughs> I took a whole like three solid chunks out of my knuckle on the cheese grater. And Jesus I mean Christ. <laughs> I mean really took out chunks. Like I bled through two band-aids. Like I mean, like if it had it been a knife, I would need stitches, but you can't stitch up gashes. No, that, that that's and, a, and like that's like a phobia of mine. It's a matter and, of eating like hash browns and be like, oh, this part's extra chewy. <laughs> like I, I actually started crying because like I've always had like this phobia of getting like cheese gratered on my skin, and then like I did it, and it was really bad. Um, <laughs> like I mean, I really got myself, you guys. Like it's it's been rough. It's been it looks bad. Rough. Yeah, like, and that—that's one it's, of those cuts where you like you bend your finger and it cracks open again, and you're like, Fuck! yeah, and it's swollen, <laughs> not not in a like an infected way because it's not like hot or anything. It's just swollen because there's like extra blood there and platelets and stuff, right? Right. Um, because I've kept it very clean. Um, <laughs> but like, I was drawing my mom like this special like picture for Mother's Day, which sounds super cutesy, but I am an artist, so it was it's, it's a little higher class than that. But now I can't finish it because I can't hold pens right anymore because it's all swollen. <laughs> That's my story. <sighs> so, Dave, what's been up with you this week, man? Anything? What anything weird injuries in do you have? <laughs> I mean, any like traumatic shaving experiences to share with the group right now? <laughs> we never got back to your type. Do you like the bears? Do you like the twinks? Do you like the otters? What? What's your twenty three and rich man? That's yeah, that's right. We, we did say that. Sorry, twenty three and rich. I'm kidding. I just date whoever like that. I like. I don't. I don't know. It either. It either does the thing or it doesn't. Like I'll go yeah, out and date that. with anybody. I no. I fucking get that completely. Especially as a pan man, where it's just like I know what works for me and what doesn't. You know. My you figure it out real quick. Like you figure it out real quick, and then if if you realize real quick that it's not going to work, you're like super nice, and you offer to pick up the check. And if you realize that it is going to work, you try to get them to pick up the check. <laughs> I like it. Love that. That's nice. 
Uh, my type is just, uh, it, it's non-gendered. It's very interesting. Tall, large human beings in general. Just that's what I'm into. Yep. Oh my God. Arduin says that he got a sewing machine needle in his finger one time <laughs> in our live chat. Oh my God. Uh, did you have to pull the thread out too? <laughs> you guys, like, uh. I would have been better if it had been like a cut with a chef knife that I needed to get stitches for. Like I would have handled it better, but it was because it was like a gash on the cheese grater. It's not, I wasn't okay. And and like, it had it happened to Roger or if he'd like super cut himself or anything, I'm fine. Seeing somebody else's injury, I'm like, I got this. We pick, well, we like, we, we wrap it and we hold and we do this and now we go <laughs> to the doctor. <laughs> but me? I have a, I was given a, um, a mandolin on for Christmas this oh. year. Oh, man, I fucking love that thing. I love it. Can you play yeah, it? Can you bring great. it out? No, no, it sounds it's not like that you kind. have pretty good sound. Will you play the mandolin for us or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish it was that kind of thing. It's that fucking, fucking Finger super deep. sharp slicer bullshit that like ha- has been the ruin of many people's fingertips for years. Yeah. You, and I'm scared as fuck. So that you're going to play it for us. Is that right? <laughs> I'm so Use your finger guards or well, not, cut resistant gloves. Those will also work. Just like spray blood at the camera. It's fine. <laughs> no, this is not a guar fucking show. Come on, man. <laughs> But anyway, like I have this mandolin and I fucking love it. It's great for making hash browns. It's good for making fries. Good to make slice whatever the fuck you want to slice up because it's great. A mandolin? Yeah, yeah. The mandolin it's a, is it's, like it's, it's actually a co- uh, a cooking tool as well as an instrument. If it's sharp enough, yeah. That's the <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh, I I was being sincere. <laughs> so anyway, and I, I'm fucking terrified of losing a fingertip to that thing. So like. I have like a good chunk of potato left at every time I'm fucking shredding potatoes. Like, yep, not even going to go any further than that because nope. that that's my knuckle. Nope, uh-huh. that's not going to happen. That's my fingertip. Not happening. So the, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and we're, we're going to go ahead and go to the regular show because, God damn it, I love doing this, but we fucking Oh, this isn't the regular ourselves. show? I've been quite enjoying no, this. This is the regular show. This is the pre-show. <laughs> But we're getting good at we're warming everyone up to like get into up, the real show. Rolling. Are we gonna play some videos or something? Yeah, soon. Yes. Soon. Yes. So anyway, um the other story that I wanted to bring up is that um we're at episode two ninety-three this this week as I'm uh, sorry, two ninety-four as I'm as I as we're talking right now. And I am a member of multiple like Facebook uh podcast groups and atheist groups out there and everything. And so many people have dropped like this earlier this week, like Brentley from uh, Unapologetics, he put out a story talking about, hey, I would love to have people on. Please, uh, I'll reciprocate. You can have me on that kind of thing. And I was like, great, this is awesome. But as I was reading in this group, it's like, hey, how come everybody stopped using this group like a year ago? And it's like, it's like the Dave Silverman thing fucking happened and nobody wanted to. But there was a lot of other shit that was going on at the same time. But it was also like, it was great to see people that are people that have podcasted for years for people that didn't see that their Felicia raised a middle finger. Fuck David Silverman. Right. And so, in particular. So it was really interesting to me, like, (sighs) everybody that was commenting on this one specific uh, topic that was coming up in Facebook, they were saying, Oh, hey, yeah, we stopped doing our show after blank mini episodes. We didn't feel like there was much more to do. We stopped doing this because there's, you know, we stopped talking about this. We stopped going after this. We stopped bringing up this thing. 
you know, oh, we just had a falling out. We didn't have the time for it anymore. So I wonder, I wanted to remind people is that we are encroaching the, the area of almost 300 episodes being deep on this thing. And I'm sure it's beyond that because we used to do for weeks, a episodes, B episodes. We had a Monday show. We had a Wednesday show and I didn't count them as separate shows. I said, this is, this is, this is number 393, a 393B or something like that. Whatever the fuck we said. We are at nearly 300 episodes still rolling strong. And there are very few that can put us in the same category as them. And that is something that makes me really proud. And I'm, I'm glad that we st- we're still doing this year after year. We're encroaching fucking year six season six. We're going to start here pretty soon. You're muted. I know that's amazing. And like, it's going to continue to keep going. I'm not going to stop. And I thank everybody that is continuing to listen here. But at the same time, it's like for anybody else out there that might say that, uh, I'll never have the kind of audience that you guys do. What you need to realize is that you don't need to be chasing an audience. You need to be chasing the topics that you want to talk about. Uh-huh. You need to have the people on that you want to have on and you want to, you need to make podcasting something selfish. This needs to be something that you do that, because you love to do it. Yeah, I agree. If you don't like this, you're not going to last 300 fucking episodes. Dave, I'm sure you can agree with me here. It's like if this isn't something that you have a desire to do week over week, you're not going to continue to do it. I mean, my motivation may be a little bit different than yours, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know, whatever motivation, but but not something that like you're just like I want an audience. It, it should be oh, more I, I definitely like we you know we certainly want people to pay attention to us. Absolutely, yeah, that would be <laughs> great. But you don't but, just want any fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry because yeah, we'll, like we'll, we'll take it. But they won't <laughs> stick around though. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, I. It's not that we don't want an audience. We obviously do. It's just that if we focused it on what just would be the most audience generating, we wouldn't be doing the topics we're doing. We wouldn't be doing the show we're doing. And we wouldn't be 20 minutes deep into talking about leftist politics and as well as other topics that we talked about here, especially 23 and young. You know, that's not the thing that brings in many people listening to your show every week. We have a looser way of doing things and that's never going to stop. I'm never going to suddenly go, Hey, it's Wayne's world sponsored by Noah's arcade. You need to fucking have all of the, the, the sponsorships that you got going out here. And so you need to change your message. No, it's going to be Utah outcast for fucking ever in a day. And it's going to be the show that I want to put out. It's going to be the stuff that you guys want to listen to. And we show up for, I think some people get it. Some people honestly understand that, but there's a lot of people that where they will click onto a show first time they listen to it. And Jesus Christ, I I have apologies if this is your first episode listening to Utah outcast, but I don't apologize for anything. I mean, you're right, Dave, that's the best way. (laughs) (laughs) If we've offended you in some sort of way, you might want to look at your own life. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It was you the it was whole you time. Victim blaming. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But we anyway, show, we're right? going long. We got to get on to do some shit. So uh, we'll catch you uh, after this commercial break. This is the Utah Outcast, and we'll catch you here pretty soon. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics. 
on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, alright, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but, uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. Alright, look, Luce. Uh, you wanna come with me? I'm gonna go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock, you just, know. Oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, Alright, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I went to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? Free your hell. So end times pastor Jim Baker has been facing various financial and legal problems ever since he used a February episode of his television program to promote the silver solution that he got in trouble with the FTC and like the Food and Drug Administration. I can't remember exactly who it was he got in trouble with, but uh, yeah, so he's being sued currently by Missouri and uh, Attorney General Eric Schmidt for misrepresentations of the effectiveness of the silver solution as a treatment for the 2019 uh, novel coronavirus, it says here. So, recently, Jim Baker's legal team had issued a press release announcing that it had filed a motion to dismiss the lawsuit against Jim Baker, who they claim is, quote, being unfairly targeted by those who want to crush his ministry and force his Christian television program off the air. This case is about religious freedom. Nope, not a religion. He actually can't have religions anymore because he's been convicted <laughs> of fraud. And also, he's a rapist. That's he's not rapist. part of the conviction, but he's a rapist. Yeah, and I think it took a lot of people listening to Behind the Bastards recently where they did the Jim Baker episode where it was like, fuck, I've been saying this for years. Jim Baker's a fucking rapist. How did he's you guys rapist. not <laughs> so, Anyway, so um, Jim Baker's show said the following. We consider each person who, who view the Jim Baker show or observe our other forms of mass media to be members of our congregation and refer to such persons as our partners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've sold partnerships in the past, buddy. Yeah. So he, he's essentially trying to go the, the, the way of the, uh, the, what the fuck is it? MM, the miracle. Mineral, Mineral solution. solution, yeah, yeah. Church like multi-level marketing. Yeah, no, this no, no, MLM no, no. is actually part of my religion. You know, is what he's trying to say here. But the MMS is not actually MLM. I understand that I just said a lot of. Yeah, M's. it's just the Genesis two church that's trying to say you can't tell us what our communion's. Go what is it? No sacrament is going to be compared <laughs> to other. No, I know what you're talking about. So. It's the it's that bleach drinking church. It's the bleach drink. Church. It is those guys. So each of the products offered on the Jim Baker show, including Silver Solution, are products that Pastor Jim Baker 
and Morningside feel divinely inspired to offer to the world. Such, offers, such offerings are an integral part of the Morningside's mission and vital part of how we interact with our partners to spread the word of God. <laughs> yeah, we've been following this a while on our show, and Ugh. he made these claims about his like silver solution or his silver rub, or I don't know what kind of... He probably had silver in all kinds of shit over this there. Was a, he was claiming a it was silver- like curing... Like he was drink. claiming it was curing STIs, the coronavirus. Yep. Like he was mm-hmm. curing, it was claiming it was curing all kinds of things. And, but um, thanks to our in- intrepid reporter that we have on our channel here, Joe Bacon finally came out and he sent me a link to Wonket that says that Jim Baker had a stroke allegedly, and it's all your fault allegedly. <laughs> Give him promise, money. promise. So, uh, Sorry, I, I know, I guess I should be a compassionate human being. Uh, not really. It's Jim Baker. Not, yeah, not no, fuck that rapist piece of shit. Right. There and we go. So, um, I think his wife, Lori Baker, is the one saying this whole She's thing. She's the one that's like, like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. She's the best Jen, hype man in the business. Uh, you tell him. She's, she's drugged, I swear. As a family and staff, we continue to fight the good fight of faith and take a stand against the evil forces and hatred that has come against our ministry. (laughs) In Jim's words, this has been the most vicious attack he has ever experienced. Shut up. How about you overselling your fucking condos or timeshares that you had Heritage USA? How about that, Jim? Yeah, bad checks, bro. Kiting checks all over the fucking place. How about the rate? Whoa. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted. <laughs> distracted by trying to do a show here, Mr. Blue Headed Man. <laughs> so somebody's saying something about a blue headed man? I don't understand. It's not just his head, it's the whole thing. <laughs> so for many and years now, now Jim on. has been working nonstop, working hard to bring incredible profits and guests to our show, discovering and developing new products to share, building at Morningside. And bringing forth the message of the days that we are living in, all of these projects and the vigorous welfare, I'm sorry, warfare, uh, that we've experienced in the last several weeks has taken a huge toll on Jim's health. And I wanted to share with you, our loving and caring partners, that Jim recently experienced a stroke. That's usually not stress related. That has to do with platelets and blood clots and shit. Um, Strokes can be... Really, they're actually really baffling, medically speaking. Like, you can increase your risk of stroke based on heart disease or whatever, but like, honestly, they happen to healthy people all the time. I don't want to be the like the world's worst person, but is this Jim Baker's first stroke? It's definitely not going to be his last because apparently he's still alive. So, I, I hate to be that guy. I don't mean to be that guy, but I hope Jim Baker fails at Dying Minecraft. Painfully? Dies painfully in Minecraft. In this Minecraft. Cool. Uh, I, I, I like kind of feel sorry for Jim Baker at this this point because he's kind of no. become a caricature of himself. I don't feel sorry for him, though. He's a rapist <laughs> piece of shit. He's a rapist piece of shit that has built people out of their money for years and years and yeah, years he's and just, years. He's and years. Just you, just don't, you don't have to think rapist. somebody is a good person to pity them. I usually save my pity for the people that deserve it, though. That's the Honestly, thing. I don't see how he deserves pity. Because he has so much money. Mm. So much money. All right. I fucking re- reassess. You're right. He's rich. Fuck that. 
<laughs> Fuck that guy. Guillotines. Actually, bring, that's too kind. I was going to say, bring out the guillotine. <laughs> so, I, mean, I heard that, like, for in the, Minecraft. You know, you know how in, some of us got 1200 bucks? I heard that that's about how much it costs to build a guillotine. In, uh, yeah, that's about, yeah, I remember reading the same article where the, where the stimulus checks that were coming out for coronavirus, like, hey, this is exactly how much money you need to build the guillotine. Guillotines are cheap. You could also build a gaming computer and, like, say the N-word in, like, somebody's Discord with $1,200. Wow. Appealing. 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 I bought a TV and I bought bits to share with your show on Twitch there, Dave. Oh, you know what? That's what the media wench did, and she's on the show. She was making it rain on her own show the other day. <laughs> I'm, glad to, I'm glad to take some of the <laughs> stimulus money. Um, I don't know. It was that shit was just a bonus to my landlord, and then like I had like a little extra money to spend over the next couple of months because like I I like don't it's not like monthly. Yeah, so, we just paid banks with ours. Yeah, Jim's yeah, yeah. apparently That's, taking a bailout for your for landlord. Good job. <laughs> Jim will be back. He is dr- still dreaming and hearing from the Lord. Eh, that's just gross, man. <laughs> and he already has a powerful, powerful word to deliver when he returns to the air. In the meantime, the show will continue. Jim is a watchman on the wall. Does that mean he's a member of the fucking like Brotherhood Night's of watch, the Black yes. Night's Watch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jim. Just dot. Fuck you. I'm sorry. In Minecraft. I'm not going to mourn. I'm not going to mourn when his character dies in Minecraft. I'm not going to die at all. Dance yeah. on that Minecraft grave. I will gladly drive out to fucking Branson, Missouri, or wherever the fuck he's going to be buried, and place my Disney balls on top of his grave. This is but yeah, like easily. a yearly pilgrimage to take a dump on Jim Baker's grave after he dies. <laughs> You gotta dig it in there really good too, like. Oh no! You put it out there, and you put it out there in the open, saying you'll be leaving flowers. We'll see it. Come on. (laughs) Uh, I don't have much else, but I just I thought it was funny that the fact that Jim Baker apparently had a stroke over this whole thing, and he's trying to play this game where he's trying to say that him selling the silver solution is a religious right or. They're, they're congregants, you know. That's how religion works. They get all the exemptions. How how little he must think of the people that go to his church. It's the it's the it's it's like a symptom of like a bigger problem in America, and you cover it in a different way than I do. But it's yeah. just the privilege that religion gets in our society. Yep. It's, it's right. a, Jim Baker wouldn't be able to do this if he wasn't supposedly religious. He'd be fucked. Hundred percent, some fucked. Alex Jones even put the little Jesus on top of that shit so that he can kind of get away with it for a little while. You know what oh, I'm saying? It's, it's gross, though. I, just, well, I, mean, I, I, I hate the fact that he tries to say, I'm only working for God here, while he's also saying stuff like, oh, goddamn. Damn well, it. no, it doesn't matter. Like, there's no difference between Alex Jones, Jim Baker, and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow of Goop. Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, can't use the religion. She uses her, like, white rich privilege to avoid like any consequences of the 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 stuff that she's spreading around she often references spirituality and like this this culturally appropriated eastern philosophy shit like um bullshit though but yeah if a a rich white lady does it she can get away with it forever 
Watch an Indian stay. person try to what? No, watch an Indian person who comes from that tradition try to do what Gwyneth Paltrow does in the United States. They'll get they'll get put the squash on them real quick. Yeah, exactly. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. They're always standing in the way of progress, and it's our job to pay right over them. I think you're missing the point, sir. The world may be coming to an end. Well, that's a fourth quarter problem. We'll drop a bomb on that bridge when we come to it. The friendly atheist, atheist wants to ask you, how much would you pay for a lifetime pass to both the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum there, Felicia? Uh, they need to pay me. You, you wouldn't pay for it? Okay, that, that's fine. <laughs> I understand that because that's something that exactly I would believe with you there. So, um, I mean, they can pay me to show up. I, I mean, honestly, I'll do a lot for shockingly little. <gasps> <laughs> so... To remind Check folks out, out my there. OnlyFans. Just kidding. I don't have one of those. <laughs> I am not knocking anyone who has one. I just get it, girl. Fucking get it. <laughs> I don't want it to work. Ginga, I, I do, <laughs> do not have an OnlyFans. I, I thought about it, but I'm like, I've got nothing to offer people. I really don't have anything anybody wants to see. <laughs> no. I just don't want to do the work, like doing sets and setting up shit. And like, honestly, like I go for it. But like I'd have to, to wax like, things I don't want to wax and it's just I'm, I'm not there for that. Waxing studios are closed. <laughs> DIY time. <laughs> I ha I have done that for years. <laughs> and years with these nostrils, man. I've got a lot of hair on these fucking things, man. And I I wax the fuck out of these things. And I, people might uh -huh. not be people might be a little bit surprised by that. Yeah. Guess what? You can wax your nose hair. It's not that big of a fucking deal. <laughs> Actually, I hear that one's not so bad. I uh, I actually get wax in the downstairs uh, normally, and I really like it because uh, I don't have to shave. I I hate. I won't shave. Shaving. I have sensitive skin. It doesn't work. Yeah, it burns. <laughs> it burns. It burns below the waist. Shaving below it's, the waist burns. Yeah, it burns. Absolutely. Um, but I also don't hate pubic hair. So like, I mean, either. It, like so like you know when i get it waxed like ah pubic hair but like it's also you know it's it's a balance between the two worlds um and also i'm a shockingly not hairy person i just don't <laughs> don't oh, lucky lie. you with the lack of testosterone that you got there felicia no it's just genetic <laughs> that is that not a testosterone thing <laughs> it is just genetic <laughs> like uh because like there are women who are like you could test them and they're low testosterone and they'll have like armpit hair and pubic hair down their legs and shit. Like, yeah, it happens. They were in a lot of porn magazines in the seventies. Uh, yeah, that's a thing. Um, Buck I'm, just, the headlock. <laughs> I'm just not hairy. <laughs> hey, reptars in the background there. Sorry. No, that's Cthulhu. This is a Lovecraftian <laughs> nightmare. Uh, we're giving your patrons, uh, like a really bad value for their money. Let's move on to the next story. <laughs> Man, but guess how, what? You can't do, do during this social distancing. <laughs> guess what? You can't do during social distancing. Can't have your pussy hairs whacked. Oh, exactly. Right. Right. During social distancing is like, like fuck half of grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I'm... can't do doing so this is like the worst. 
like more people are spending more time on Grinder, but less people are getting laid. This is really bad for Grinder's brand. Four minutes into this, and I was talking about the Creation Museum and the fucking Ark Encounter. God damn it, I love this. You show. know what? That's why. That's I, a, as soon as you told me this thing wasn't live, hey, start the story over. We'll we'll, we'll behave. No, there's no such thing no, as editing. You no. can't edit audio. You can't or edit video. video. I'm capturing the audio of the whole thing, by the way. I'm putting it out for my patrons, all like 14 of them. I love it. I fucking love it, man. And I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Be like, hey, I need to go pay attention to my guys. But I want to have the two of you. We, we got to have the two recently. of you on our show, like our Sunday show, the news and politics show. Uh, the, me and Ashley and the two of you would be the funnest fucking show ever. Yes, let's do it. Absolutely. Maybe so, this Sunday, but maybe the following. Just send me, oh, this Sunday send me is, a calendar this Sunday invite is, and I'll be good. So. This Sunday is Mother's Day. so Not this Sunday. Sunday. Nope. Uh, I, it, is a, it is not illegal. Oh, I'm going to like have a whereby conference with my mother. I'm going to tell her that I love her because I do. And then she'll be like, but, 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 but. Yeah. And then I'll hear Dave and I'll be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I bought my wife a new phone. That's what I got her. So. Oh, I got I got one of those for Christmas. I got, uh, not this last year, the year before. They're fucking important. I don't care what anybody has to say. You might be like, "Oh, you're always on your device." Fuck you. Fuck you. Know, you. That, that's the way the no, world like, works these days. I'm like the way you think I wouldn't be because of what I do. I don't even know what number galaxy this is. I just know that I've had it for like almost two years, and I'm going to keep it until it doesn't fucking work anymore. That's my yeah. attitude with phones. So anyway, anyway. <laughs> back to this shit. So, no, it, fuck it, that. I'm not a, sorry. According to um, <laughs> him at Meta at the Friendly Atheist blog, and I'm just going to keep moving on beyond that. So, God damn it, that's my life as a host here. Uh, a one day pass to the Ark encounter for a family of four would have to pay approximately $150. Mm. That's before taxes. For a lifetime membership? And another ten dollars for parking, plus like eleven dollars for taxes. So for a lifetime you're looking, membership. Hang on, hang on. No, I'm not there yet. That's about hundred and seventy dollars for per one trip to the Ark County. Oh, and it's Whoa. about the, it's about a hundred and thirty bucks to the same family to visit the Creation Museum before taxes, and five dollars for parking. That's a lot of money. This article says here. And there are slightly discounted combo packs if you wanted to visit both, but still. Perhaps trying to cope with the closure of both venues due to the pandemic, creationist Ken Ham has announced that Answers in Genesis is bringing back quote-unquote lifetime boarding passes. Which is basically mm. lifetime passes to both attractions. God damn it, patrons. I want one of these so bad. I want him to display my name <laughs> on this fucking arc. I want him to... <laughs> Anyway, so uh, basically, it's a lifetime pass to both attractions, free parking, and a handful of guest passes, minus parking, oh, for and a year's sake. subscription to Creationist Netflix and a few other small perks. Did you guys know that Answers in Genesis came out with their own fucking like streaming service this past week? I did not. No, I didn't either. Uh, you don't really need to watch anything on it because no, I don't. I, I probably do. And Joe wants to know. <laughs> Joe wants to know what about the fudge? You can't get fudge on streaming. Not and especially not on social distancing. You can't go get fudge. I don't think that's going to be a thing you can do. 
if Ken Ham has his own streaming network, I'm probably going to sign up for it. We're going to like he does watch like three or four hours of it on stream sometime just to God damn it, Dave, come he, for us. He came out this past week and came out and said that he got a rich benefactor to set up a streaming network for Answers in Genesis, and it's kind of not something that I'm not really that too worried about because he was talking with the PureFlix people there for a while, so. They probably just essentially shared the same fucking software they use on their server full of media files, and you can now access that as well. Uh, Don't get it bent out of shape, people. Uh, Netflix and, like, Amazon Prime and everything are essentially just giant fucking file-sharing networks with a nice little, like, overlay on top of it. Mm. Yeah, it's just like a place where you can get download and view a file. Yeah, pretty much. So anyway, so you you might be wondering, you might be wondering about how much you're looking to pay for a purchasing a lifetime boarding pass. Okay, so a hypothetical family of four wants to purchase the boarding pass. It's $3,000 for a family. What the fuck? Dave, Felicia, I don't know about you two, but. I could find much better shit to spend two or three thousand dollars on. So if I just said crazy religious stuff, I could get families to give me three thousand dollars. You could, especially if you came out of it and said, "I am no longer gay," or "I'm no longer, re- I'm no longer an atheist." The first one would be like way harder. Well, I mean, yeah, it'd be easy to say I'm a Christian now because nobody fucking believes you. But I mean, there's I actually money on. in being a gay and being a Christian. There's a lot of money there. Oh, yeah, there's there like a there's like a weird Dave Rubin grift happening in there. I understand exactly. See, so you oh get it. I'm like a you gay leftist it. Christian who like wants to debate like leftist atheists. I understand, and I would like to spew right wing talking points and tell people that I'm doing it from the left. I could fucking I could make like fourteen dollars. like fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars at least. That's a grift. That's Dave Rubin having Ben Shapiro on and having him essentially say, you're less than human to me is no, one of the greater we, fucking video the, clips that I've ever seen in our, my life. There's an episode <laughs> of our podcast that you might have heard that the episode title was Ben Shapiro is not Dave Rubin's friend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. What is, what is Dave Rubin? What even is he? Grifter. A failed stand-up comedian. Cause like I don't I feel think... like mine was more mine was more charitable than yours, ex. Well, I mean, I I'd rather I've, be a grifter I've, than a failed stand-up comedian. Man, I've wanted to do stand-up for years. I don't have the balls to do so because that shit is hard, man. You know what? Wait, we're not live right now, right? No, oh, no, this are. is all going to come out on the show. When yeah, this comes is, out this is week, the show. So. This is the show. So there's a guy that that does a podcast on my network. It's a stand-up comedian and uh, he's not very funny (laughs) (laughs) that's all i'm gonna Um, say i mean you don't really have time so whatever but i mean it's all beauty is in the eye of the beholder there so oh no i'm not the i've done i've done a survey (laughs) of my local community (laughs) you didn't have to say anything but you continued to so thank you (laughs) (laughs) but anyway okay so Back to Ken Ham and the creationist park and all this other bullshit. Do you know how wonderful it is right now that I am not hosting the show and I'm part of the problem? 
Do you know how released this is for me right now? How amazing it feels to guest host on other people's shows. No, I've abandoned. I'm I'm just a guest now. I don't know if you got the memo. Right, but I'm saying that like I love it. I absolutely fucking love it when like Neil the Six or Four Atheist or anybody else out there is like, "Hey X, when do you come and join our live stream?" I'm like, "Wait, I don't have to host anything." Fuck yeah, I'll be there for it. Oh God. I can the, cut loose and don't have to worry last, about what I say. The last Great. guesting I did was a triggering event. So uh, uh, for them and not for you. No, for me, uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame made me like sob uncontrollably. You know, I went on Honey Badger Radio. Fire. No, not no. It was it was the woman dying on the steps. It, uh, Felicia, it, it did you know that I've been on Honey Badger Radio? Do you know what Honey Badger Radio is? No. You know what men's rights activists are? I do. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I now I remember. <laughs> I blocked it out of my mind, and now I remember that these are women who are hi, cat. Yeah. yeah, it was great, but I got the only man that was on that to talk to me because they wouldn't talk to me. They got really mad when I started calling the lady who runs the thing Shrek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man! <laughs> like they, I. I how? How? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, Lady MRAs. That's that's fucking amazing. Well, how? Where? Why? Like only like Why? a only like a gay dude with a bad attitude can go in and really mess with women MRAs. So I feel like it was my calling. <laughs> <laughs> like really make them like really make them get in touch with their feminist roots there. Well, no, God they sent it, their male producer. <laughs> they sent their male producer to talk to me, and he was like, he was like, absolutely not up to the task. Man, oh, I don't have to fucking box you in here. So. Oh, I what's the next would story? love to have a discussion with these women. Oh, so I anyway, go on honey. Oh, they don't let anybody on Honey Badger Radio anymore. Not anymore. Ah! So, so three thousand bucks for a family pass and two thousand for individuals. That doesn't matter because you've been listening for 13 goddamn minutes and we've just now gotten back to the fucking topic. (laughs) By my estimation, people have been listening for an hour and 32. We're so good at this. (laughs) That's (laughs) my cat's asshole. And your cat's asshole right on the fucking camera there. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil... You're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. If you had to deal with a bully or a bigger brother growing up, you might remember him grabbing your hand and punching you in the face with it. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Well, are you still hitting yourself? Why? No one's holding your hand anymore, yet how often do you hold yourself back from success? How often do you hurt your own chances at happiness? It's sad, but it's true, but you may be the biggest bully you know. 
you may be your own worst enemy. Oh, it's goddamn it. It's that fat fucking sack of wind that you have that is sentient and also I can't give him shit because I like his dog. I I mean, I like his dog. I don't like him. It's I'm Dennis to, Prager. I'm trying to like not like his dog because his dog seems kind of loyal to Dennis and so like I feel like if dogs are innocent, honey, they're perfect innocents. Do not dare but anyway, this uh, came up on uh, Jason Campbell's Twitter feed where Dennis Prager is talking about the names that blacks have gone through his That's lifetime. On my docket for Sunday, yeah. yeah. So here we go. Hang on one sec. I, I'll, you, I don't care what term we use, but uh, I don't see what's wrong with American Indian. I, what's Actually, wrong is that it was used a lot. So Okay. So did uh okay so Indian uh so the the, the they're country, not from fucking India no but there's that that's actually that's a really complicated history actually um <laughs> a lot of Native Americans prefer the term American Indian or Indian because Indian used to be the term for indigenous uh that's why uh, India is named what it is because colonists went there and were like these are indigenous and like that was supposed to be like condescending. Um, so that that it wasn't that they mistook. It's not that Columbus mistook it for India. He never did. He knew that he landed on a new place. He he was on an island. He landed. He okay. He never hit the mainland, guys. He never no. ever hit the mainland. <laughs> he hit the fucking Caribbean. Hold on. So. Check this out. What's going on here is it wouldn't matter the nomenclature we use to talk about people if if it weren't for the history of discrimination, the history of of like taking away their rights, taking away their property. Right. We wouldn't these things wouldn't matter. And so, like, a lot of people need to understand that. The reason that folks are mad about what you're calling them is because the thing that you're calling those folks, you're reinforcing a history of oppression. Right. And so it's not it's not it's not like a bunch of woke scolds trying to get you to say the right words. Yeah, there's no magic words here. Indian is actually a useful term, especially properly used context. Indian does not necessarily mean offensive word, okay? Uh, Native American, a lot of people have a lot of issues with that one, but mostly it's fine. Indigenous seems to be, like, the, I mean, literally, it's the most correct. It is the most correct. Uh, Because, yeah, they are. And, uh, yeah, so it's not the words so much as long as they're not slurs. And Indian is not inherently a slur. So, like, the problem with this is this brings the weight of history with it. And so, like, everything's going to be, like, ramped up. And it's just that the, the white people that came to North America, like, really shit on the people that were here before we got here and so trying to adjust language in like minor ways without like addressing what we've done to the people that were on this continent before we got here is is like it's like shit and masturbation well and like i understand why i understand why like folks might want to fight like about the edges around that and i'm cool to like like change my language when it's appropriate but i think the reason for that is that we haven't like addressed what we've done and we haven't addressed Agreed. like how america got to absolutely. be what it is and absolutely we have not addressed our original set of genocide absolutely I-, I love you too for the fact that we're 10 seconds into this fucking uh dennis prager clip and le- that's that's about 10 percent. let's just put it there and talk about you guys more. are close but no cigar yet 
to what he really has to say. And I watched this really fucking closely earlier this week. So they needed something new to show that they are more sensitive. Indigenous people, that's better than Native American even. Well, America is a construct of colonialism. So I guess, bro. I mean, I don't view indigenous versus Native American as a, you know, it's not something I'm going to go to the fucking war over. But at the same time, it's like indigenous connotates that the fact that these people existed before other people arrived at this continent. Uh, Pre-Columbian era. Right. Yeah. Um, also, um, yeah, man, it really depends on the context of what you're saying. The words are not <laughs> so important as the the things you say. Like, what? what Felicia, this say? is Dennis Prager. Alicia. I know, that's why I made oh, that well, point. The, the, we can just take whatever he says as the worst interpretable version possible, because that's what he probably means. It, oh, it's not well, about the, being the, sensitive. Like, that's the thing. It's like, it's not about sensitivity. It's about accuracy and, and, and the context. It's Oh, they hate context. They hate it. Oh, boy, do they. Let's find out. Hang on. Uh, fast forward. But... They needed something new to show that they are more sensitive. Indigenous people, that's better than Native American, even. I think it should be renamed the finest people. Agreed. Let's do that. Yep. Wait, you're on the same page as Dennis Prager? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with the left? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Except that I don't think Dennis Prager really thinks that about those people. I don't no, think that he about doesn't those know. <laughs> I don't think that about those people either. He's I don't think any being... people are the finest people. He's being sarcastic. And he I is. love to respond to these fuckers when they're with like, sincerity. so white men can't have an opinion. And I'm like, right. You can't. That, that would be you. better. There was a, uh, a mass killing of the finest people. Yep. I'm going to start a movement to rename uh, the Native Americans. Cool. Let's do it, Dennis. You and me, buddy. Not not to mock Native Americans, to mock the people who change names all the time. Okay. Uh, man, this hurts. How many names have blacks gone through? For oh, wait, oh, wait! No. Did he just say blacks? Oh no, Dennis! Man, it's off my docket for Sunday. Fuck this shit! He just oh. he just objectifies them accidentally. Like you just, it's just an ob, it's just objective. They're just an object, like a, a collective uh, object of black. But Dennis. What about the Negroes that were? And I, I, I wish I was being fucking funny about this whole like thing. Like you could just, you could just say that's one of the folk, names man. he's gonna. Like that's could, one of the names he's had to learn over the years to try to be less just, racist. When just, if he just wasn't fucking racist in the first place, he wouldn't have to learn all these goddamn words. Like, what? Well, here's the real funny thing: is like I'm joking about this, but goddamn it, Dennis Prager is serious. You just say black folk. No, no, he, he's not going to stop there, Felicia. No, you don't. You, you don't. You know, you have to have them as objects, not as humans. You, you, no, you and goddamn it, hang on. Just imagine you have to learn all these different words to call black people because you're like totally racist and you have to keep up with the time so you can get invited to cocktail parties. It must be torture. My lifetime, colored Negro. Oh no. Um, African American. African American, oh, a black, 
That's four different titles for the same human being. What was wrong with Negro? Uh, you, you remember Man, I don't have that, anything. Felicia, do you have anything? Do you, do you remember the time that Coach Dave yes. like, surprised us with the N-word? No, I, I didn't play that because we were on Twitch. Oh, I, man. Yes, I do remember that, where I was just like, oh, my God, did you really just say that word? We, and, the whole show stopped. Like there, it was it was a thing, and he's just like, "What's wrong with Negro?" And it's like, Bam! but not, but not Negro. That's the problem. <laughs> well, it Coach Dave can say the N word all he wants, like kind of what you expect of Coach Dave. The but the the problem is something else. The problem is. But with us being in 2020, you think that word would have fucking been, you know, delegated to the fucking dustbin of history. Well, so Coach Dave like lives in the dustbin of history. I like I You're live right. at the bottom of a, <laughs> I live at the bottom of a conspiracy it's, rabbit hole. Who am I to judge? Okay, so the if anyone's wondering, the issue with the word Negro is that it's objectifying. That it is, uh, it it is in a way collectivizing in a dehumanizing way. See, and it comes say, from a time. It comes from a time when that word was politically co- correct for the word slave. Like, it, yes, well, exactly. and it's it's specifically calling it's out a a a bunch of humans by calling them basically the fact of their skin color, which is not even accurate to begin with, because negro means black, and Ooh, so does black folk, and we, yeah. we commonly refer to them as black folk. That's not inherently the problem. Philosophically, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is when we talk about black people, black folk, people of color, what we are doing is humanizing them. When we yeah. say African Americans, Americans is, is implying humanity. We are implying a personhood and a collective, like a collective in, of individuals. When we say Negroes, what we are doing is objectifying them. We are putting them into a class. See, when we say black folk, we are talking about the diaspora of the, this wide range of human individuals. And I know, I know conservatives like to frame it as a collectivist versus individualist. Yeah, but the I'm thing is that, that on the left, we are deeply concerned with the freedom of individuals and, and well, the, like the, I'm the, fine the, with that. I'm fine with that framing that conservatives like want to say that like leftists or for like groups of people groups of people in the end are just made up of individuals anyway so like it's right. not that hard to make an individualist right. argument like there's you know, not there's so, not collectivism versus individuals it's we only we only have like 30 seconds left of uh dennis here so i'm gonna oh, this is great this is is an mean. objectifying term is what right <laughs> What was wrong with with colored? What was well, none of them? There's no problem with any of them. Do you know colored? that the NAACP is still the National Association for the Advancement of Colored oh, People? No. That's just a, just a historical name. It's not necessarily. The- and then African American uh, that that changed too. Remember, because it's, it, does it have a dash, a hyphen, or not? It depends on the style guide, motherfucker. There's not necessarily one correct answer there. Holy shit, bro! Why are you isolating on this? But yet, 
Yet again, Dennis Prager makes millions off of the billions that he gets from other people out there. Yeah, that's, it, that's, a, that's the problem. Is there's, the no leftist, there's no leftist Prager you because there's no money. There's, no, there's never going to be money on our side, man. Why are we, we never going to have we don't serve a... the interests of money. We are serving a collective empowerment. And we cannot ever ever match them in money what we can match them in is empowerment i hope please please <laughs> become class aware please like, become class I, I like, aware because we cannot defeat racism with more racism but we can defeat racism with solidarity thank you fred hampton help help i'm being repressed bloody peasant oh what a giveaway did you hear that did you hear that eh? That's what I'm on about. Do you see him repressing me? <laughs> yeah, I've been talking about how we lost that battle, like on my Twitch channel, and my, my chat is getting pissed off at me when I talk about that. We haven't <laughs> lost it yet. It's a constant. It's, it's a, a constant battle. It's a constant struggle. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. That is one big pile of shit. Rick Wiles is one of those guys. Man, he's an anti-Semite. You, you know he is. At this point, you you would have to be living under a rock to realize that he loves Jewish people. He he, he doesn't Wait. love Jewish people. <laughs> You'd have to be living under a rock to assume that he did love. Never mind. It, it, it made more sense in my head. It didn't make sense when I spoke <laughs> it out loud. It's funnier because it doesn't work. But it's Rick Wiles. And he's going to talk about the the pandemic that we're living through right now, which, I mean, arguably it sucks. But I mean, goddamn, David, we're all having really a lot bright. of fun. Jesus, oh no! Man. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the rest of your audience with me when you close this down. I just put the camera <laughs> real quick. All twelve people, man. Oh man, those drugs are really kicking in. Man, I, I feel like I need to do some mushrooms with you here after we're done with this. It's like, all right, if so we did uh, mushrooms, like that would be an experience. It'd be a lot more of an experience <laughs> than listening to fucking Rick Wiles hey, Felicia, every week. Felicia, Felicia, we gotta we gotta do a stream. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you're like you're like you're like kind of terrible and kind of awesome and we gotta Thank you. All right, Rick Wiles. The entire Wuhan pro- pandemic was staged. Here we go. What if they made us believe Wuhan had massive death? That the entire city had to be fumigated. But it did because that's a good way of making sure the shit doesn't spread. The fuck is wrong with you, Rick? Yeah, they had to. uh, They had to do some mass cleaning things, brah. Um, they, 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 um. See, they actually, China actually tried to cover it up and that actually allowed the virus to spread and then that didn't work. So they had to like shut it down real hard. Um, that just happened. Like, I don't understand what your conspiracy theory is at this point. Yeah, you guys may think P- 
people in America have been living through draconian measures being left at home, and they can't leave their house because the government may say, you can't go leave your house. Man, come the fuck on. This isn't China. You're not talking about Uyghurs being fucking held against their will, having their organs removed from them forcibly because they choose to believe in the fact that they're Islamic versus, you know, the the non-religion that the the Chinese government believes in. It's like, man, come the fuck on. Really? But X, Tom (sighs) Steyer can't buy a toaster. He could, actually. They just didn't have toasters. And he had to wear a mask and hand sanitizer and then walk in designated one-way lanes. Do you know, like a, like an Ikea, but, you know, not in an Ikea? Man, and, I miss going to Ikea. And then he didn't <laughs> find a toaster. And therefore... Therefore... Freedom is dead. All of it. It's somehow going to be the Jews' fault, though, because this is Rick Wilde. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's like well, you're you, you you're on it. I'm sorry, Definitely. I'm sorry, Jewish friends of the program. We we have lots of you out there. We do like, not think that you are the problem. <laughs> no, but we just know that he's solidarity, he motherfucker. He is quick to be like, but them Jews though, <laughs> he's just going to hey, fucking. Like they're, they're slippery. Jesus Christ! Yeah, all the Jewish friends that I've ever had, and and every Jewish friend, uh, per, not friend, per, person I've known is slippery. What? Wait, what? <laughs> it's just a trope. It's just an anti-Semitic trope. Fucking hell, man! Come on. What if, what if it was all a propaganda campaign to introduce? A virus in America to bring down the U.S. economy. The economy is bad, man. Why? Okay, if you can't tell the difference between a real pandemic and a manufactured one that crashes the economy, you did a bad economy. If that crashes your economy, your economy is unstable. It's a bad economy. Oh, we've been getting fucking bad notices this entire week. Felicia, you weren't here for it last week, but uh, Prager, you was talking about how the the coronavirus thing is going to crash our economy and everything. And like, what's the price for, you know, not going back to work and everything? It'd be like, yeah, human lives are worth more than any fucking dollar amount that you can assign to them. I hate capitalism so People much. are so goddamn Like, mad once you see the goddamn strings of capitalism, and I don't mean to sound like a conspiracy theorist, because honestly, this does not take conspiracy. It's just how a system functions. Once you see this shit, you're like, oh my God, it's all bullshit. It's all a lie. It's all stupid. We could just pick a better one. We could just do it better. We could just do a different thing. Money being a fucking concept being number one. Hierarchical (laughs) societies are not necessary. None of this is natural. None of this is normal. None of this is like like the way things have to be. We are people. I don't know if everyone knows this, but we can just like, choose to change things we can just do things we can we don't felicia felicia there's no cats in america and the streets are paved with cheese Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's some fucking communist lie they told you it's not like the communists don't lie too oh that that's because it was a russian mouse that was coming to america so i mean i'm not i'm not selling you any idealized society (laughs) here i'm just saying we can do it different that just reduces suffering like 
Like, there's still going to be fuck faces. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever met fuck faces. They exist all the time. Yeah, you can't 100% get rid of suffering. You can try. You could just, just make a system that at least, like, accounts for it and also tries oh. to address grifters and well, abuses. Even... And... Nah, I feel like the way that the world has worked for the last, I don't know, 30, 40 years is like that we haven't even tried to alleviate suffering. That's exactly it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that happens back with uh, Gerald Ford all the way into Reagan. Yeah, it's pretty much the same goddamn story. It's impossible to address suffering. We haven't done it for thirty years. Yep, it's not. I don't think it's impossible to address suffering. It's just that addressing suffering makes the comfortable less comfortable. And I was, uh, I was, I was being facetious. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm very tired, and I'm no. And I, I think, I think the fact is that, like, we're we're playing on each other's weaknesses at this point. <laughs> right, I'm always on. playing on everyone's weakness. Have you seen right. the kind of shit I consume? Rick's got another thirty seconds. Here we go. That. Look, it, it's also possible the entire Wuhan pandemic was staged. Was what it? the is that fuck? possible? Is that possible, bruh? I, I think I mean, the, the percentage Jews of that approach doing... is zero as the fact that people died from that goddamn thing. You know, uh, yeah, the, Jews, yeah. the Jews are like magical spirit creatures. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, like, I'm just on. waiting for him to rope it around to Jewish people. So here I we go. <laughs> your head down. For what purpose? I'm listening. To destroy the American economy. Oh. Why? The economy <laughs> was shit. Man. Seven dollars and twenty five cents a fucking hour is the minimum wage. Rick, Rick Wiles don't know none of those it people. Doesn't, it doesn't. If, if this is what it takes to destroy the American economy, we've done a bad economy. Even if we take him at face value, which no one should, absolutely not. Then it's still a weakness in our economy. It's still it's still a bad economy. The fact that we have people working really fucking hard at lower than like poverty standards in this country you're gonna somehow now blame china for the fact that that happened that that's the thing that's going on it's like exploitation of fucking labor is now somehow china's fault what the fuck rick really (laughs) what even does that mean he's not he's not He's not talking sense. What He's if it was not staged? supposed to be. He's not supposed to be. Let's what be if, honest. What if gray alien fucking reptoids did this whole thing? To his audience, the economy is some immutable, just like force of God. Man. Ineffable. And I'm not saying that it's it's that there's no virus here. I believe that absolutely there's a virus here. Fifty five thousand yeah. people are dead. No, no seventy three thousand as we're recording this now, so 78 bro oh god it went up yeah i mean i knew it was going to hit hundreds of thousands of people in america but i didn't think it would be so goddamn fast so it's it's escalating right and we're going to hit that second wave here pretty soon it's going to get even fucking worse yeah because it's open things up what rick wilds maybe it never happened in the jews are involved maybe the entire thing has been a calculated well-planned well-choreographed well-executed attack on the USA because no. nothing has ever shut us down like this. Oh As God, you said, God, Edward, first time in the history of America that churches have been closed from coast to coast. 
Oh, of oh course, God, you're the fucking such victim. a colonizer. He is such a colonizer. He has made this a global conspiracy against the U.S. He is such a colonizer. Well, and a global conspiracy against his religion in particular. That's the greatest fucking thing Colonizer. Shut up, colonizer. It's gross. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, you got any more of that good sassafras? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, if you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there. It's a lot of amazing content. We're almost 300 episodes into this, and I think I talked about on that on the intro. But, man, it's been a great ride, and I'm so glad to have everyone that's still here with us listening after all these years. Thank you so much, and cheers. I do have a beverage in front of me. Uh, but anyway, please make sure you, you subscribe so you don't miss, any, miss out on anything. And better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. We've got a lot of great patrons out there. Head on over to patreon.com slash Outcast like the following amazing people did. We have Jennifer Gilbert. Snake Pliskin is up there as well. Amber Mulvaney. Anabissian Knoll. Andrea Brooks. Brooke Moffat. Coral Van Marl. Hopswatch. James Kenyon. James Russell. Jessica Marshall. Karen Sheets. Madeline Welsh. Randall Gaz. Robert X. Stacey Startzel. The Godless Revolution. Tina Coley. Tom McDonald. Winter Solstice 93. Algatra Colas. Uh, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, and Wade Heaton. We have Andrew Medina. We have Becky Scott Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Pattonod, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop. Erica Archuleta, Apu Nahasa, Nahasa Pima Petalon supports the Philadelphia Ethical Society. Sorry, I, I just spilled my fucking drink on my hand. Uh, Gary Smith, Jeff Linville, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, name Mr. Bible Pans, Michael Smuda, Micro underscore Warrior underscore zero zero, Mike Yoakum, Nick.Q4, Nancy White, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, some random Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, and then we have A Light in the Dark, Ardwin, Angelica Pearson, Anwin Davies, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jessica Marshall, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Raccoon King, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, and Will Nash. And then finally, at the guest host here, we have our amazingest, toppest patrons that we have out there. Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Jazza G, Joe, Matthew James, Michael Lord, and the two people that have upped their membership to get to this level. We have Ord Toothman and we have Peter Hockley. Thank you all so, so very much for being patrons of the show. And if uh, if you really wanted to 
show your love for the show, but you don't have the money to do so. I get it. It's fucking a lot of people are out of work. There's a shitload of unemployment. We, we're trying to do more stuff to let people be in on things, even if they can't join Patreon. So uh, it's something that, that, that we have in the works. But anyway, before we wrap this up, I need to remind folks that if you wanted to share for your love, love for the show via other avenues besides monetarily, you could do so in so many other ways, like finding us on YouTube and subscribing there. Come on, we need to get to that 10,000 level. Or simply leave us a review on whatever service you use to catch us on, and you can always shoot us an email or a text, and we're always happy to hear from y'all. And I want to give many thanks to Dave for joining us this episode. He was a real fucking hoot. Uh, go check him out on Twitch. He's got a good channel out there. Just look up Echoplex Media, and you'll be able to find it. But anyway, with that, it's time to bring episode 294 to a merciful close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again, and I say this every goddamn time that there's comments from trolls out there. So yeah, it's uh it's time once again for comments from trolls. So the very first one that we have up here but is by a person by the name of Halloween Baby, which automatically gives to me an air of, you know, this is something I should really pay attention to. That says, Wow, you guys are fucking losers. Get a life. Um. Well, Halloween. Uh, my my life is, uh, you know, pretty much taken up by most of the shit that happens on in my real life, and then I happen to do an extra amount of shit on YouTube, and Patreon, and uh, our own channel that we have out there. But uh, what kind of life do you think I need to be getting there, Halloween baby? I don't I don't understand. So. No, I'm not going to get a life because this is my life. So the second one that we have out there is by the name of a uh, Greg Hall that says, UN calls that coronavirus must be used to deindustrialize the West. That's not what anyone's calling for. Thanks, so. though. Nope, ab- obviously not. So total lockdown is a very tyrannical medical call made by epidemiological science did I say the word right there it's like epidemiological science I don't understand what their criticism is using outrageous projections of 0.333% actual is 0.016% what? I guess they're talking about the death rate Okay, the death rate is unsettled, and uh, in some places it's as high as 16%. 
In some areas, it's as low as 0.3. It depends on the medical access, their uh, their exposure to the wider world, how close they, how soon they shut down. There's a lot of factors, guys. Guys, there's not- also deaths not attributable to specifically COVID-19. Yeah. That were deaths that happened because they couldn't get health care. It's it's a complicated issue that we are not even close to settling. So the somebody medical is, harm. Hold on, hold on, somebody in your YouTube comments being like the rate is point six 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 or point three three three. That person is crazy. Uh, yeah. That so is is this the one? Is this the one that was like you guys are usually? No, I think that's coming up here in a minute. Felicia. Okay. Gonna, oh, the ones that I that usually one agree with you, but this one thing, oh, I love that kind of concern. Oh, one. yeah. God damn it. How how much do I love the whole, man, I love your channel, but... But... <laughs> the fucking heavy laden butt that comes in between everything there, so... So you should read that. We have a show called The Intellectual Dollar Tree that we do on Wednesdays, and it is like a very highly reviewed religious podcast on iTunes, but it's all one stars from like Logic Boys and shit. It's amazing. Ooh, I love Logic <sighs> Boys. Actually. Well, actually there, Dave. Well, actually. Let's so, hear- the medical harm that has done to the population long-term economic and shipping supply disruption will be with us for years to come. Yeah, I agree. It's because our economy is bad and unstable. How do you guys not see this? How do you not see that just be like if an economy can't handle an epidemic, that's because it's a bad economy and we did a bad job. Well, that's the we thing can is change that, like this shit. Yeah, that, that's the thing is like the economy as we talk about it usually, right? Is just a, a, an engine of generating more money for people who put money into the thing in the first place. And yeah, it's it's, like it's, a, it's like I wish we would I wish we would talk about it as like a as a means to provide people with the things that they need because right. if our economy was a wasn't a vehicle for profit and people by the way in like the system that i would like people would be able to make money off of like doing things or buying things for cheap and selling them for a little bit more or whatever but the idea that the economy has been reduced to like how do we like make stockbrokers and hedge fund people rich that's the problem with the whole conversation is we the economy yeah, doesn't trading ever, imaginary money to make how much how much time do like world renowned economists spend thinking about poor people you know what i'm saying like they don't the thing is like uh just today uh Roger had me watch an episode of Freakonomics and it was actually fairly fairly informative but at the end of the day they didn't even address that like none of these things are necessary that we can yeah. just change what an economy is in fact there are many different kinds of economies some not even based in money money isn't a necessary aspect of society oh but wait felicia didn't the native americans did not have a system of math as you were talking about oh my god oh my god so uh ancient aliens claims that no native americans had math Jesus Christ. Does anybody know a really good video editor? Because we can make a really good fake episode of Ancient Aliens. I feel like. <laughs> like, okay, so like, like they're claiming people that have Native Americans IQ. didn't know that this Zarkon is a one. 5 told me. Like, I, I have a 1 and now I have a 2. Like, yeah, they knew what math was. They had <laughs> whole systems. They had whole 
They built you had to be able to count shit, no matter, like, no matter who you were. You had to be able to know if you had twice as much of this thing as you had yesterday, right? It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you exist in a gift economy. You still have to math. They did math. They had math. They had systems of governance. They had complex networks of governance. They you know had... what they got, though, when, when the Europeans came? They got blankets. They had blankets. They got Well, they got other blankets. <laughs> complex systems of societies it's yeah fine. so that's enough it's for great we're moving on to j n m ones one one seven eight seven great name so with a great like somebody name I, like that like somebody had to look for to follow to fuck with them after my twitter got deleted <laughs> this is this is right up my alley so it says this was on the article that we put in the article a video that we put out a long while back saying white nationalist argues misogyny more devious than mass murder this is a long time that's a race mingling right yeah misogyny yeah i assume my audience is wasted so i like always clarify when people are talking to me so this person said i tried ellipses i really did but this is the most pathetic Cucking I've seen in a while. Oh, for fuck's sake. Man, you have not been to my house on a Saturday night. That's uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. This is the... Like, ex- really? Ex- funny. Cucking? Cucking? Felicia, my wife really has requested you coming over this Saturday night. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Is that... Oh. Hey, I get to watch. Fuck you. the the, the thing with the the cuckolding is like when i heard people starting to call other people that like i i like was in like kind of group sex and polyamory and kind of sex positive communities i'm like uh that's just a kind of group sex yeah it's just person who just a sex it's i don't understand they they see it as a demasculate masculinization and i'm like i don't know i've known some daddies like mostly people who have never had vanilla sex that might be like presenting this thing to you as a bad thing right no they've never had it but they don't get a lot of vanilla sex you know what i'm saying they don't they have vanilla sex they don't know what they're talking about well no i think speaking as a guy that that has only vanilla sex i think that that might be the goal of the person who calls you a cuck is to one day achieve regular vanilla sex (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think that we're like we're like talking about somebody who's like a little bit deprived, accusing you of having fun group sex where like people get off and and do their thing. It, it's like a really bizarre thing being called a cuck. Like a, I was I like, don't wait understand a it. I do not honestly. So this was the most pathetic cucking he's seen in a while, and that includes Trump bowing down to Corona Chan. And coming from a guy that's been a 4chan, 8chan member for years. Wait, what is Corona Chan? Corona Chan is like just trying to say it's like the diminutive version of coronavirus where it's just like uh, Trump bowing down to the fact that this person that shouldn't be as important as they are being coronavirus is somebody that's like being a cuck essentially to the Trump admi- uh, to, to the fact that the virus is ravaging the world. Because viruses don't give a shit who's in charge, you know. Just imagine being cucked by your own father-in-law. That's what's happening to Jared Kushner right now. 
It's sad that these people are so naive. Even Miss Wignat. I guess they're talking about you, Felicia. I don't yeah. know. I don't Wignat? know what the fucking Wignat is. So, IDK, how <laughs> these came up in my feed. Well, it's really simple here. JNM1118787. I've been paying for advertising. So that's the reason that you, we've shown up in your feed. So our patrons have decided to give us money and I've decided to spend that money on fucking advertising because here, here, because the algorithm do you doesn't advertise? care about us. So we're going to spend money on AdWords accounts. So you do Google AdWords, Google AdWords is where we're at right now. And for, for like 90% of the videos that I tried to get promoted via AdWords, they've come back and said, nope, this is too fucking hardcore. Like, really? Come on, man. It's just words. Are you really fucking that disturbed about words? But yes, they no, are. These, these, these companies are in this position. Um, is the clip we're playing over? Like, because I don't want to. I don't want to like derail everything. No, but, no, like, we're just we're just doing comments from trolls. So uh, I'm just gonna keep reading out. through it since you're done. So. so check this out. These companies are in this position where like there's no like moral or ethical leadership at the top of these companies. For sure, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg is a weird programmer guy that you probably don't want to go on a date with your friend. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, because he's probably going to rape her. Because Well, I mean, I, blame I, it on I, her. you said that. Then it's your show, and that's what you said. Well, I mean, in Facebook. <laughs> in, in, not Facebook. In but, Facebook. But these companies... Okay. In Minecraft. There you go. In Minecraft. But these companies are run by these people, a lot of the times, who are only technical people. There's no even... Like, we used to think, like, business people were terrible. A lot of these companies, the board of directors doesn't even have a business person on it. Yeah, these kind of Like, highly technical people who have never been in the position that, you know, like, during Gamergate, all those women were harassed. People on the board of directors of these companies, even the women, were never in that position. And so we're, like, in this weird space where we're where moral leadership from the companies where everybody gets their news and information from would be a wonderful thing. It just turns out that these people are idiots. Oh my god, I have a lot of I have a lot of apologies I still need to give out for Gamergate. Were you a Gamergater? Well, I was a fucking gaming journalist at the time. So were you for ethics and game journalism? And if ethics so, would you and come gaming on my show journalism. Yes, it? yes, Dave. You know, yes, exactly. that, that issue of our time. Can you I, imagine in today's climate being so concerned about ethics? In gaming, in gaming journalism, journalism. I've been yeah, I know, but the, the whole thing is day. that was just a cover. It was just God a cover. It, they, like a bunch of, of dudes were mad that women were invading their space. No, I know exactly. What I've were I've grown the fuck up since then. Let's just put it that way. But can you imagine, like somebody who was not mad about women existing in their spaces, just being like, there should be ethics in gaming journalism, like gaming journalism. Can like, you know, like the biggest pay to play thing that's going on in the world is gaming journalism? Can you? I, I'm not going to even talk about that, Dave, because I, I ran websites for gaming fucking journalism there for a while. There. You'd be the most qualified person to talk about it. Why won't you say nothing? Because it's more fun to talk shit about the fact that I used to be this guy where he was talking, he was making shit about Brianna Wu, where it's like five guys burgers and fries kind of oh, shit that God, was going like, on. Oh god, like I like her so much. She seems like such a nice person. Well, and I was also one of those anti-Anita Sarkeesian people there for Did a really long time. Did you ever really watch one of her videos? Nope. 
<laughs> because I don't I even was... like her that much, but I think that she's like an okay person who like has a perspective. You know, yeah, what I'm she's saying? perfectly fine. Like it's yeah. one of those things where at the time where I was like, oh, I fucking, I fucking hate this person. I hate this. I hate that I'm mad oh, at this I gotta person. I got to talk to you about all this on my show. That this and, is like the, the like, person I, used to yeah, be no, is I, the rabbit hole that I'm at the bottom of. And so, uh, like, I, I hated so these people Anita for no really reason. Loves no Anita. reason at all that I hated these people until I like listened to their I like whatever they were talking about. And be like, oh, well, I guess that fuck. I guess that kind of makes sense. Like, I used to be like anti Rebecca Watson. Who oh, Rebecca Watson was like, oh my god, hey, I love her so much. Don't fucking hit on me in the fucking like elevator Elevators. back to my hotel hotel room, asking me to get coffee with you in the morning because you want to fuck. You know, the first time like, I got a death threat via email was when I wrote an article about that. Uh, and I, I called it to be second wave internet skepticism because it like would piss off the people who hate feminism. Jesus Christ, <laughs> and they got hell mad at me. I was um, such a shit lord. I was so bad, guys, yeah, and I feel bad. You've been for trying it. to cut in. It's just, it's just funny. It's just funny because like uh, I I haven't watched a lot of Anita Sarkeesian. What I have heard from her, like I get, like like uh, she seems Almost. pretty liberal to me. Uh, criticizing from the left not the right um like she seems pretty liberal but on the uh, for the most part she's you know she's uh she's like I, I get where her i don't play games as much as she does like i she loves gaming she you can make a few bucks you should play the game <laughs> she she seems to love gaming she seems to love video oh. games she seems to love the genre, I I have dabbled. I spent a lot of money every month on fucking video games. I'm not knocking video games here. No, I'm no, just... I'm not, I know you're not docking them because I know I you're a, video a fan. Games. Mario Kart. I, I, I actually think <laughs> video games are a legitimate art form. I think that they are fascinating. I'm scared of monsters, and they're far more visceral in gaming than they are even in movies, and I'm terrified of monsters. So you know what? Shut up. Felicia, uh, you and I need to sit through and play entire fucking series of monster games. No! I can't do it. I fucking can't do it. That oh would God, be, that, that would be so a thing funny. for your Twitch channel. We need to in do the that. Future. In the future. In the future. In the future when we can actually sit down and play it, it will just have a camera on our faces and be like such scaredy cats. It'll nope. be adorable. Nope. Like, I remember playing Silent Hill Park. 1. Oh, and no! I was was playing the shit out of the Silent Hill one on the PS1, and I had to have a friend come over and sit with me so I could play the game because I was so that scared. goddamn scared. I was so <laughs> scared of monsters, you guys. I have not finished the most recent Tomb Raider game because I know in the final part there's going to be a bunch of monsters. And I think about that <laughs> game all the time, and I'm like, but there's going to be a lot of monsters. Felicia, you should play Goat Simulator. I, I love that game. <laughs> you are the monster in Goat Simulator. Okay, so uh, JNM, he finishes off by something, something Israel, which we know oh, he's just no. being a fucking anti Semite at that point. So, okay, great. So, Gary Wagoner was defending um, Alex Jones by saying a lot of what he said has come true. Like, what? <laughs> right. Like, what? My neighbors just set off fireworks, is what you said. Okay, so this is the one that Felicia's been waiting for here. Uh, Rotten Johnny said, Hello, Utah Outcasts. I'm actually a fan of your show. And instead of a but, we actually. get a however. 
Oh, however, how <laughs> very intellectual. I think you have not researched this COVID-19 situation sufficiently. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an essential worker, motherfucker. I work in a grocery store. I haven't researched this sufficiently. Without telling you who I work for, just know that we pay a lot of fucking money to know what's going on in the form of government when it comes to health crises like this that's going on. So, fuck Go you, on. Rotten Johnny. So, yeah. uh, a conservative estimate of the mortality rate is 0.036%. According to a credible number? study conducted by Professor Hendrik Streak. Oh, oh, Hendrik Streak. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, Hendrick you mean Streak. the guy who's who's only researching the COVID-19 and coronavirus epidemic in his particular area of Germany where the Wait, the that's death a real rate name? Yes, it's his real name, Henrik Streak. He is a real professor. He is a real he's he's really an expert in viruses and he has been researching it in his very, very, very particular area of Germany, whereas so in that area, yeah, that is the death rate in that area of Germany, not even the entire country, which by the way is not as big as Utah, which you might realize is the Utah outcast. Oh All my right. god. I, I didn't realize that this guy encapsulates entirely the entirety of this uh, uh, little clip that I have here. I don't care! It gets better. Do you want to know what the death rate is in all of Germany, brah? The death rate right now, unresearched, not even the final death rate, is 2% in all of Germany. But oh, so six times that then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's 2% in all of Germany. Do you know what it is in the UK, brah? It's 11%. It's 11% fucking percent it was 16 goddamn percent in italy so you don't just get to cite one little like, suburb of germany and say that's the death rate that's not how data works so rotten johnny continues by saying i ask that you please take the time to at least research what professor professor hendrick streak professor Johann Gisek, Professor Michael Levitt, and Dr. Dan Erickson have to say on the matter. I have not gotten to Dr. Dan Erickson, but I have gotten to a uh, second name after Streak. What was it? Uh, let's see. We had, uh, let's see, Streak, Johann Gisek. Johann Gisek. Yeah, he is the uh, one of the head advisors for Sweden. And Sweden decided oh, to Sweden. go with... Oh, Sweden, you know that country that's had it fucking on lockdown since it began, yeah. No, no, great, no, they have job. They haven't had it on lockdown. Oh, no, that, In that's, fact, they, they've done a that's bad the irony. job. That, that's yeah. the irony that yeah. I'm trying to... Oh, oh, you were, you were being ironic. I was being yeah, ironic, Sweden, yes. You see Sweden who chose to sacrifice the fucking wheat, which you might recognize as eugenics. Um... Herd immunity is just eugenics, my dude. And Sweden has had a higher death rate than every other Scandinavian country who chose other methods. Moving on after Greca. Uh, let's see. We have Professor Michael Levitt and Dr. Oh, Dan Michael Erickson. Levitt. 
Uh, see, I didn't even get to the fourth guy, but Michael Levitt, I did look into that guy. That guy was sitting there going on all the talk shows towards the end of March. And he was sitting there saying, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. It'll be over before people think of it. He has not appeared on shit. He has not appeared on shit because death rates and infection rates keep <laughs> going up. You see, we may have, uh, we haven't completely flattened the curve. It is certainly not as high as it could have been, but he has already been proven wrong, essentially because we have not seen a decrease. We have not seen the drop that is necessary in order to reopen things. All of your fucking sources are entirely shit. Come on, dude. Get your shit together. So you don't get to just cite one small region of Germany and say that's the death rate. And you don't just get to cite bullshit and say it's working. And just you don't because get to you don't get to cite one scientist. One out of the entire and fucking scientific community around that one scientist. Oh yeah, that's right. Mike Levitt isn't even an epidemiologist. He's not a virologist. That dude's a structural biologist. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's yeah, a structural biologist. Say, so. He is not a fucking expert in this situation. Social distancing is absolutely necessary. Social isolation is absolutely necessary. Quarantining is... Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit alz.org to join the fight.